Hello, 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 and welcome to the I've Got a River podcast, where we inspire, we encourage, and we share the love and heart of God. I am so happy that you are here with me on this evening, on this morning, on this afternoon, whatever time you chose to click that link and to log into this podcast I am so excited that you are here with me, especially on today. My name is Tia Parker. I am your host. On today, we are going to talk about faith. I am going to share a piece, as I usually do, from my book, The I've Got a River Collection of Poetry, written by me and only me, (laughs) your girl, TP. (laughs) Thank you so much tuning in. I am just a little ghetto girl from the east side of Baltimore who decided to allow God to save my life, to fill me with his spirit, and to use me as he pleases, when he pleases, and how he pleases. Hallelujah. It is God who works in you to do of his good pleasure. Thank you, Lord, for tonight. I am so excited if you cannot tell (laughs) because so much has happened in my life over this past year. And if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I know exactly where I'd be. The, the, The old saying says, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? But I know exactly where I would be. I would be somewhere in a grave. I would be somewhere in a mental institution with my mind half gone or all the way gone. If it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, who is still on my side, I would be desolate. I would be devastated. My mind would be gone. My thoughts, I would be scatterbrained. My God, I give God the glory on today for faith. Faith the size of the mustard seed can move a mountain. Faith, my God. On today, we are going to talk about faith. And the piece that I'm going to read is in the book that I've already mentioned. And it is on pages 24 and 25. But before we go to the piece, I want to read a scripture, the scripture, one of the scriptures that um, encourage this piece. So it is Hebrews chapter 11. And I agree with the historians and the theologians that call Hebrews chapter 11 the faith hall of fame. My God, if you need a faith charge, Read Hebrews 11. If you need some confidence in your God and in your faith that is in your God, read Hebrews chapter 11 and it will charge you and it will help you move through the remainder of this year. We are in the month of new beginnings. We are in August the 8th month and it is a new beginning for me. So I know it is a new beginning for you before the month is out on Monday. Monday is the last day or is it the third? How many days is in this month? I'm not sure, but uh, let me look at my calendar right now. But 
I'm going to tell you that before this month is over, yup, it's 31 days in this month. Before this month is over by next Tuesday, I bet you, I bet you that if you apply your faith, if you apply your faith in God, not your faith in stuff, if you apply your faith in God to one of the, just one of the issues of your, in your life right now, if you apply your faith in God to the issues of your life, I bet you one of them, one of them will be smoothed out. You were going to, you're going to get some clarity about something that has been troubling you for a long time by the end of this month, by next Tuesday. I guarantee you because our faith is not in this world. Our faith is in the creator of the world. Our faith is not in the universe. The universe serves us. We are heirs of the universe. God created the universe. So we can't serve the universe. The universe serves us. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that we are heirs and joint heirs with Christ. I am an heir of God. God owns everything seen and unseen. And if I am his heir, then I own it too. Hallelujah. I own it too. And he is an undying and an unfailing God. So I don't have to wait for anybody to perish so that I can get what's mine. No, that's not the kind of heirs we are. We are heirs of the living Christ, of the living God. Hallelujah. Thank you. I didn't mean to preach to y'all today. I didn't mean to go off on y'all, but I'm so charged on today because so much has taken place and the enemy is after your seed of faith. But I declare in the name of Jesus that the baby that is on the inside of you, the baby of faith, whether you be a man or whether you be a woman, whether you be a boy or whether you be a girl, the seed of faith is down on the inside of you. And I command it to leap now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Spirit, my God, Hebrews chapter 11, verses 11 through 12. These verses are for somebody who thinks it's too late in the game for them, who thinks it's too late for their lives to shift, who thinks that you're too old, hallelujah, to do something, who thinks that you gave up on their dream too long ago for it to resuscitate. Look at what God did for Sarah and for Abraham, huh? What he did was remarkable. What he did was miraculous. And God has not stopped doing the remarkable. God has not stopped doing the miraculous. God is still doing the remarkable and the rem and the miraculous in your life and in my life. Hebrews chapter 11 verses 11 and 12. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Sarah was 99 years old when she received the seed of promise. <laughs> when she received her seed, therefore from one man and him as good as dead, were born as many as the stars of the sky and multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Abram, Abraham was 100 at the time when they gave birth to Isaac. Mm. The God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. Oh my God. Here 
in uh, Hebrews chapter 11, it says that when Abraham left and went to where God told him to go to by faith, he went to a land. God told him in Genesis, I want you to move away from what is familiar. I want you to separate yourself from your kindred, from your family, from all the people who are, hallelujah, familiar with you. I want you to separate from them and I want you to go to a place where I will show you. I'm not even going to tell you, hey, God, woo! I'm not even going to tell you exactly where I'm taking you, but I'm going to show you as you walk. Let me encourage somebody on today that walk, walk it out. God is going to show you as you walk which way to go. It is God speaking to you. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds unfamiliar, but what is the familiar and the safe things getting you? What has the familiar and the safe gotten you so far stuck, right? So I dare you to be crazy enough to believe in this Christ, to believe in this God, not the universe, but the God of the universe, huh? My God, it is never too late to exercise your faith. It is never too late to direct your faith in God to your sickness, to direct your faith in God to uh, your mind, to your mental health, to direct your faith in God to your financial situation, to direct your faith in God to that employment situation, to direct your faith in God to that family situation. It is not too late. It is not too late. My God. He said, by faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Somebody in their natural mind saying a 99-year-old woman, her womb is dead. Her eggs are dried up. I'm surprised she didn't have a hysterectomy by now. My God. But God spoke life and he breathed life in that woman. Those of us who have given birth, look at the trauma of birth. How in the world could a woman who we would consider to be elderly right now, people in biblical times, their, 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 their body makeup was different. Well, their body makeup was the same, but, but, but their health system, everything was totally different. They aged different than how we are aging now. Hallelujah. And, and and we will call that woman dead. We will call that woman's womb dead. In our mind, she's 99 and she's bent over on a, on a cane and, and her womb is dried up. But God said, no, 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 no. You're not past. You're not, you're not past. Let me tell, you're not past the age. You're not past the time to give birth. Let me speak to somebody on tonight. You are not past your due date. <laughs> the due date that you had in mind is not the due date that God had in mind. God's due date is different. God's due date comes, oh God, in the name of Jesus. God's due date comes when all natural resources have dried up. God's due date comes when man says it's too late. God's due date comes when all of your money is gone. God's due date comes when all of the resources that you thought were going to be there to help you to sustain your business and your life and your career dries up. You know when why God comes in like that? God comes in like that because God wants you to know that it was not your connections. It was not the fertility doctors. It was not your OBGYN, but it was him. God will erase everybody. 
<laughs> from off from, from from out of your little black book. God will erase all of the context out of your phone and just leave one in there and that is him. God will erase it all so that you can just focus in on him. God is about to enlarge your territory. God is about to bless your life in a way that you know not of. You think it's over. You think the brook is dried up and that means that it's over. But oh my God, when the brook was dried up in the book in, in, in the book of Kings, when the book when the brook was dried up for the prophet Elijah, what did God do? He sent a raven to feed him. What? He sent a raven. My God, a dirty bird. So what you've called unclean and what you've called unusable, God is going to use by faith. I dare you to wake your faith up. I dare you to shake yourself loose. Hallelujah from the discouragement and from the doubt and from the dishonor. God is about to honor you. He prepares a table before you in the presence of your enemies. He anoints your head with oil. Your cup is about to run over. You know why you had to go low in front of those people? Because you're about to go high in front of them. You're about to go so high it's going to look like that you're on a trampoline. In the name of Jesus. Don't doubt. <laughs> Believe only. Your faith makes you righteous. Your belief in God makes you righteous. My God, your faith in God is about to shift your whole life. See, we think we have faith in God, but we what we really have faith in are jobs and money and people and spouses and children and houses and cars and things and jobs and investments. But oh no. Oh no, if you don't watch it, God will allow it all to dry up. If you don't watch it, God will send all of the people away so that you can see that it is not them, it is not that, it is only him. Let's go to our piece. The prelude is written on page 24. The, 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 the title of this piece is Faith. On page 24, the prelude reads this way. The Bible says... Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Faith is the foundation of our belief system. Hebrews 11 is the greatest chapter on faith in the Bible. Faith is what it takes to survive in today's world. A faith in something and someone higher and more powerful than all we see going on in our world today. Without faith, we would be a sad people. There is a reward in faith and the reward is God. Praise God for his son, Jesus. Praise God for faith. Here is the piece, faith, page 25 and 26. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. It's the substance God used to create this world and to bring everything into being. It is the substance that he instilled in us. It is the faith that he had in himself that caused him to form us from the dust. So if the same substance that is in God lies within you and me, there is no reason why we cannot speak things into being. There is no reason why we cannot make that mountain move. There is no reason why you can never that you cannot live out the vision that God has given you. Because real true faith 
takes all fear and worry away. Great faith says, God, all I need to do is speak your word, is speak your name, and the vision will manifest today. Faith is my, it is so, and God will come through. Faith is the evidence that said, I will not be moved. Faith is what it takes to please our Father God. Faith is what moves God's heart. Even the demons believe and tremble, yet they don't have faith. Faith is what causes me to plead my case before a God who loved me enough to send his son to take my place. Faith is everything. Faith is what holds my heart together when I want to crumble and cry. Faith is the reason I have peace. Faith is what sustains me. Faith is the foundation of my belief. Without faith, I have nothing to hold on to. Faith is the glue that binds my heart with God's agenda. Faith is the reason I refuse to surrender to the enemy of my soul. No matter how dark it seems, faith says my father has full control. No matter how dark it seems, faith says my father has full control. Amen. I don't care how dark your situation is. I don't care how dim and dismal. I don't care how low you feel right now. Your faith in God, just the size of a mustard seed, Jesus said can move a mountain. I wonder how faith the size of a plum, it could probably shift the whole world. Oh my goodness. Faith the size of a mustard seed is almost invisible. But it takes faith to please God. That faith that is so small that you can almost miss it. I thank you to my sister Lachelle who shared with me how she keeps a bottle of mustard seeds and she puts little mustard seeds around hey, 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 in different places. She puts them in her purse. She puts them in her house. She puts them on her computer at work. She gives them to her children just to remind them that faith that small pleases God. Just when you think you're insignificant, just when you think you're out for the count, just when you think they're about to call ashes to ashes and dust to dust, your faith and God recharges you. Faith is attractive to God. Don't worry about getting snatched. Don't worry about a summer body. Don't worry about all of that. Don't worry about being attractive in the natural. Yes, we want to look nice and we want to smell good and we want to do good and we want to be good and we want to live well. But oh God, I want to be attractive to heaven. And what attracts heaven is faith. What attracts heaven is my belief in the creator of heaven and of earth. What attracts heaven is the owner and the creator of the galaxies of the universe. I don't serve the universe. The universe serves me. I don't pray to the universe. The universe serves my father and I am an heir of God. So it serves me. I renounce this whole universe thing. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will begin to see that your faith is not in this world or its world systems. All the world systems. Your faith is in heavenly government. And the government shall be upon his shoulders. And they shall call him wonderful. Mighty God. Counselor. Prince of peace. And of the increase of his peace. There shall be no end. My God. My God. Hallelujah. 
I give God the glory on today. I thank you so much for spending time with me on today. I pray that this broadcast has blessed you exponentially. I thank God for you. I thank God for your time. And I am praying for you. I pray that God would honor your faith. I pray that you would give faith a chance. You've tried everything else. You've tried sex. You've tried money. You've tried alcohol. You've tried substances. You've tried education. (laughs) You've tried relationships. You've tried religion. (laughs) You've tried reading. You've tried traveling. You thought that all of those things were going to fulfill you. But oh no, nothing fulfills you more than having faith in the creator. I'm not saying be religious. I'm saying be relational. Have a relationship with God, the owner of the universe. Not don't have a relationship with the universe. Because when we have a relationship with this world, we make ourselves enemies with God. This world is after things that don't please God. But the amazing thing is this. If we seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all of these other things will be added unto us. There is nothing wrong with having the riches of the world. There's nothing wrong with it. As long as the riches of this world don't have you. Hey, your father owns it all. Have faith in him. He created it all. Have faith in him. Have faith in God. I know you've been unemployed for so long. I know you've been unmarried for so long. I know it seems like your brook, well, it's probably not seeming like it. Your brook has dried up. Guess what? My brook dried up too. But guess what God did? (laughs) He sent a raven to feed me. Not only that, God gave me exactly what I asked them for. Oh my goodness. God is a good father and he desires to give you good gifts, gifts of peace, gifts of strength, gifts gifts of a healthy mindset, gifts of a healthy life, gifts of a healthy relationship, financial prosperity, health prosperity. The Lord seeks to bless you, but he can't bless somebody who doesn't have faith in him, who doesn't believe in him. Come on, have faith in God. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. What is your proof? My proof proof is that I have faith in God. God who created everything that we see. My God, I'm going to trust the one who spoke light into existence. I'm going to trust the one who makes sure that the sun stays at the perfect distance from the earth so it doesn't burn me up and kill me. I'm going to trust the one who makes sure that I wake up every day, even when my alarm clock doesn't wake me up. I'm going to trust the one who sent his only begotten son to save the world. To save whosoever will. I am going to trust the one who saw fit to bless me and to enlarge my territory. 
even when I didn't deserve it. I dare you to redirect your faith in God. Thank you so much for listening on tonight. God bless you. Be well and go and move and live and breathe in faith. Bye-bye.